Welcome in, one. Welcome in, all. We are glad you're with us today. The Bill Michaels Show. There's a lot going on today. A lot going on today. Uh, first and foremost, obviously, a reaction as to yesterday's discussion um, regarding Aaron Rodgers. And uh, he said that he's ready to go and wants to come back and wants to play for the New York Jets. So that revelation came out. Today is the beginning of the madness. And we have not really discussed that much at all, to be honest, uh, because the Aaron Rodgers stuff has pretty much overshadowed everything. Um, but uh, I, I got to uh, l- let me let me kind of set up today's show, because this is what has transpired and well, not even the last 24 hours, but the last 20 hours or so. So got off uh, got off the air last night, yesterday afternoon, and uh, I started working, you know, and 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 doing things that I normally do. You know, you're involved in all kinds of different stuff, and and uh, so I I I I was talking to Kristen, and I, a couple of friends of mine had called, and uh my cousin had called who listens in indiana my my buddy in cincinnati called i had a uh, i did some stuff with uh some radio stations around the country and um i, I about 7:30 last night i i you know as they say went dark now i didn't go into the darkness but i shut my phone off and i said that's it and i closed the computer and i went downstairs into the bar and I sat down and had a, had a beer and a good cigar, and I flipped on some of the uh, some of the NCAA tournament, and I just kind of sat there. And as I was sitting there, I flipped over. I was watching uh, the NFL Network, and they had a little bit of a preview as to what was going to be on Good Morning Football today. And they started going through the Aaron Rodgers moments, and I was like, wow. You know, you got to, it gives you a great deal of perspective. And I owe a lot to Aaron Rodgers in the sense that when Brent Favre was going back and forth, I uh, I got a chance to talk to Rodgers on the regular almost. Uh, it was because early on in his career in Green Bay, you know, nobody really kind of cared about him because you had Brett Favre. You know, you didn't you didn't need to worry about the backup quarterback. You know, the backup quarterback in Green Bay behind Brett Favre never got any run because the the dude never played. He was basically a clip uh, you know a clipboarder uh, a clipboard holder. So I got a chance to talk to him quite a bit and just kind of shoot the stuff and because uh, Favre was kind of aloof. You know, you got a chance to talk to Favre every now and then, and if you did, it was like. You know, getting a getting a moment with the Pope, you know. Uh, but Rogers was willing to talk and discuss, and so I, I I started to think back, and I remember those days, and I remember back when uh, he used to, you know, just kind of sit at the locker and just kind of look over at Brett and watch what Brett did and watch what Brett didn't do, you know. So I started to contemplate that, and I was thinking about all the times, whether it be in practice and throwing it fifty yards into that net and wowing everybody. Or some of the incredible throws, you know. And then I think I started to think about myself in the sense that uh, you go back to December third in two thousand and fifteen, when he threw that, um, that that amazing pass to Richard Rogers, where Rogers 
almost goes down in a sack, gets out of it, scrambles off to his right, sets up and just lofts, launches one. And Richard Rogers at the last minute runs down in front of the scrum and hauls one in. And uh, so, uh, you know, I'm thinking of all of this. And because the next day is the day that, you know, for those who have followed me, that the next day is that snowblower accident where they had to hit me with the paddles, you know. And, and so I'm thinking, man, that was, a, it was 2015. That's, that's a while ago. And then you think of all the moments. I remember the first playoff game, watching him play out in Arizona and, and rallying the Packers only to see him get sacked, fumble, and then, uh, you know, the ball's recovered and the rest is history, and the Packers ended up getting beat that year and then bouncing back the next year only to beat Pittsburgh in, in the Super Bowl. And I remember being on the field as the confetti flew and the scramble to get back to Green Bay for the return of the Lombardi Trophy to Titletown and all that stuff. And, you know, I, rem- I remember all the heartbreaks, too. Don't get me wrong. But I remember all of that. And I thought, I wonder when we're going to have that again. You know, I-, I wonder, you take it for granted because we've had 30 years of it, these amazing plays. Um, I can't tell you how many times we go – to press boxes or have had others come into Green Bay into the press box and a play happen, whether it be from Favre or Rogers and, you know, uh, writers, out-of-town town writers or, you know, members of other teams are like, oh, my God, you know, that's amazing. And you guys get to see this all the time. And I, and I was kind of like contemplating all of that. Now, those of you that listen, you know I've been unbelievably hard on Rodgers and I've tried to keep it real. And then there's times where I'm like, you can't blame it all on him. You've you got to look at all the things that he's done to get you to a certain point and what is, the expectations have been. And, and I've tried to really keep it real. So I, I thought, I wonder when we're going to have that again. It's not seller's remorse because that's not what I'm going through because I really believe, and I said this to somebody over uh, today that asked if I had admitted I was wrong. I, w- I really thought Rodgers would be back. I really did. I don't know if it was my heart or my head, but I really thought Rodgers would be back. But I also said, and I, I, I've said this time and again, so I was wrong in that sense. But I've, al- I've also said that if Rodgers wasn't all in, then the Packers would move on. The, the best time to move on is when you don't have to. You know? So... Um, I kind of got caught up in the, oh my God, it's the drama, it's the drama, it's the drama, you know, and it wears on you and it does. And then there's a finality to it. And uh, because, you know, the people that say, well, the deal's not, the deal's done. They've done everything but cross the T's and dot the I's and and figured out the compensation. But the bottom line is, if you think that Aaron Rodgers is going to end up under center in Green Bay and not in New York, you're fooling yourself. He's going to end up under center in New York come, you know, the beginning of September. So <laughs> don't fool yourself. That deal's done. Um, but I I just, I kind of contemplated the last 15 years and how much fun it's been to cover Aaron Rodgers, to cover the excitement of the team, to cover the different teams 
the successes, the failures, the fans, and what every year means going into a season knowing that you have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. A legitimate opportunity is right there. We don't know what it's like to wake up and be the Cleveland Browns. We don't know what it's like to wake up and be the Chicago Bears. <laughs> you know, we don't. We don't we, we don't we don't know that. We don't want that. We don't accept that. We don't we don't uh we don't aspire to that. We certainly don't uh want that to seep into our psyche. But there is a question now as to whether it could. So yesterday was a day of holy crap, here we go. The you know, and I agree. I went back and listened to that McAfee interview again, and I'm like, wow, that is just a lot of self-serving crap. Um, you don't know both sides of the story, but what you do know is, and what you're now getting reports of out of Green Bay is, yeah, the Packers were trying to touch base with Aaron Rodgers. They were trying to communicate with Aaron Rodgers, and he wasn't always receptive to it. So the whole thing about I demand transparency and I want to be able to communicate and this and that, it, it's, I, I've said all along, be careful what you say because it's a two-way street. And, and when I went back and I listened to the, that interview, if you want to call it that, I appreciate, and, and I'm not going to sit here and rip McAfee and I'm not going to rip A.J. Hawk because if they really gave him hardball questions and, and came back at him after things that he had said, uh, he would no longer appear on that show. So they get what they get, and they get ratings and money out of it, and they get what they get. Uh, but the, the follow-up question should have been, well, Aaron, going into the darkness, and you said you were you know, 90% uh, you know, on retirement. First of all, what changed? Second, second of all, prior to that, did you tell the Packers that's what you were thinking? Did you communicate that to the Green Bay Packers? How many times did the Packers try to reach out to you? When they reached out to you, did you talk to them? If so, how many times? You know, none of that was asked. None of that was actually gone to. You know what I mean? Um, and and we may never know. You know, I hope uh, somebody in New York, when he finally sits down and does an interview there, I hope somebody there does it and asks. Okay. You kind of threw the Packers organization under the bus. You made it look like the Packers basically changed their minds. When you went into the darkness, they had this meeting uh, as you were out of communication and that they decided. Well, I don't think it went that way. I think that they tried to reach out. Um, for whatever reason, they got the sense that you weren't all in and they made a decision to move on. So, But uh, we won't know until somebody asks him the question. And says, hey, um, you know, boy, you were pretty harsh on the Green Bay Packers because you said that you wanted transparency and you wanted to know what was going on. And suddenly they changed in four days. The organization doesn't change, it, change its mind in four days. Something happened. You're right, something happened. I wonder how, like I said, from what we're hearing this morning is what's leaking out of Green Bay is you, we, we got a hold of them. We tried to get a hold of them numerous times. Never texted us back, never returned a phone call. So now we'll wait and see what the what the actual truth is. I'm sure it lies somewhere in between, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think uh, Gutekinds woke up on a Monday and said, "Man, you know, I hope Rogers comes back. I hope he comes out of that darkness and he's ready to play." And then woke up on Friday and went, "Aaron, who?" You know, <laughs> that that didn't happen. 
So, um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll eventually find out. But I think there's a lot more to this story than what we actually heard on that side of it yesterday, which also became a lot of verbiage back and forth of wanting one thing, doing another, saying one thing, doing another. So we'll, we'll, we'll something will happen. We'll, we'll hear something along the way and get it figured out. Um, but today is the day of reaction. Today is the day the tournament starts. We're going to talk to Mike Clemens coming up here momentarily and get Mike's take in all of this uh, as Mike listened to it too. So there's a lot going on. A lot going on today. And uh, yes, Marco, Girl Scout cookies. It's because it's tournament day. Tournament day today. Thin mints, baby! Little Dick Vitale there for you. Anyway, uh, let's do this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Mike Clements is going to join us on the line. We'll get Mike's take on all of this and uh, kind of see where he's at now that uh, Aaron Rodgers has said, I'm going to play next year, and I'm going to play for the New York Jets. Now we just wait for the compensation side of things. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cunis RV. Go to CunisRV.com. That is Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. One week from tomorrow, I'm going to be live. I'm going to be up in Sheboygan at the Ice Center in Sheboygan with uh, the Great Midwest RV Show. So come on out next Friday. I'm going to be there doing the show live. We're going to be there from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. live in Sheboygan. Come on over and say hello. Uh, we'd love to shake a hand, love to say hi, love to see a face. Come on by. Compliments of our friends at Cunis RV. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. Mike Clemens coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. of one of the best times of the year. Love it! Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It is a terrific, terrific, terrific time of year, without a doubt. Men is getting set to get underway, and everybody is excited about it. Uh, if you are in the world of sports at all, I mean, it's like, come on, man. It's fantastic. True TV will have the tip-off of the first game of the NCAA tournament. That is going to be uh, Furman and Virginia. The number four Cavaliers taking on the number 13 Palladians in the first round of the NCAA tournament, and they will kick this whole deal off. Excited about it in so many ways. I'm so so glad it's here. Oh, we and got by the way, I got Maryland, West Virginia coming up in oh, 12 they, minutes. I was going to say, now at... Uh, the, the, on what channel is that one? CBS. It, uh, that is CBS. Okay. I wasn't quite sure which one. Um, yeah, there you go. West Virginia and Maryland. Okay. So they actually get it underway. And then after that, it's the Furman game. And then it goes from there. So I'm uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. Um, this, is, uh, this is from Brian. Brian says, uh, best time of year being completely overshadowed by Aaron Rodgers and all the drama. Uh, I appreciate the rant. It really wasn't a rant. At the beginning of the show, it wasn't a rant. It was more of just a discussion about, you know, kind of the 
contemplation of the past versus versus what we could be missing in the future. Uh, he says, but Aaron Rodgers is gone. He is mentally checked out. It's time to move on and support Jordan Love. Um, you got to wonder, and, and there's a lot to that interview yesterday. You got to wonder what Rodgers, and, and again, I've said this time and again, if you listen to the show, Favre said it to me. Rodgers has said it to maybe, maybe Pat McAfee will down the road or something, but all they got to do is say, I'm all in and I'm coming back. And they're back. And yet there is this blaming of the organization, this passive-aggressive, backhanded, backhanded slaps at the organization that um, the quarterbacks take like they can't believe that they're moving on. They can't believe that they did not allow another son to come up for their decision to drag out another day or two or five. You know, at some point, you know, I, and people called yesterday and were angry. Well, they said they'd give him time. They gave him a lot of time. They gave him quite a bit of time, right? I mean, let's be honest. Uh, the season for the Green Bay Packers was pretty much over, you know, and then they had the exit interviews on January 11th, January 12th. Right? That week. The last game was on the 8th. He stuck around and had some meetings. Guys were cleaning out their lockers on the 9th. 10th, 11th, 12th, he stuck around and had meetings. So, what's it, six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks we're sitting here? More than two months? To say two months out of a year to say whether or not you wanted to come back, you know, and and apparently, you know, Rogers, as Mike said, is notorious for not answering his phone, for not returning calls, for not returning texts. He did happen to make fun of lose my number to Adam Schefter and took shots at him. He can apparently do that. But you can't, again, you know, the whole thing of trans and I, I appreciate where Rogers was at. He didn't know if he wanted to play anymore or not. So by his own admission, don't you then turn around and say, the next question has to be, did you let the Packers know that that was never asked? Did the Packers reach out to you? If so, how many times, what were those conversations like? Yeah, they reached out to me, but I never called them back. Oh, so why are you surprised? They started having conversations or, when teams called, they didn't say, hey, Aaron hasn't made a decision yet. We'll let you know. Why would you be surprised at that? Why would you take a backhanded shot at the organization if they're getting a hold of you and you're not returning messages? Or you're just like, I'm good, you know, or just very short. I, I mean, I don't know the extent of it, but clearly for a guy that wants transparency, there wasn't. Not on his part. Um... And none of those follow-up questions were ever asked. So what what are you supposed to do as an organization? I'm not laying it. You know, people want to lay this at the feet of, of Murphy and Goody. Okay, my question is why? Why? I mean, you can have a hatred because of whatever. Okay. But I, I, I said this 
earlier today in an interview, I said, uh, you know, when you talk about the legacy, you know, who's got the greater legacy? Aaron Rodgers or, or Brett Favre? Brett Favre does. And I know people are like, what? Brett Favre does. Because he, along with Reggie, brought the title back to Titletown after decades of failure. Right? They went to back-to-back Super Bowls with a hell of a team. Sure, there was some turmoil at the end when Mike, Mike Holmgren walked out flipping the double bird. I understand all of that. You know, yeah, Ron Wolf and and they hired, you know, Ron, um, oh, God, uh, Ray Rhodes and then Mike Sherman. And, you know, there was some controversy. I understand all of that. There was some controversy. But because of Favre and moving forward and Bob Harlan, really, I think Bob Harlan might go down as the greatest Packer ever. All of those guys working in conjunction with one another they built Lambeau Field to where it is. I remember on the night of the Brown County tax referendum to renovate Lambeau Field, and Bob Harlan, who, God God love him, he, he's just such an incredibly caring man and just loves the Packers organization like nobody. And I remember him and I talking, and this was – I hung out with him during – the referendum, because we were covering it beginning to end, and we were waiting for some of the results to come in, and I was in Green Bay. And I said, so, you know, kind of off the record, what what is, what's plan B? So, you know, because Bob was nervous. And it wasn't like, you know, Packers fans came out in droves and just blew it out of the water. I mean, that referendum passed by a slim margin. And I remember asking Bob, you know, so what's plan B? And Bob pausing for a minute. And Bob, in that very soft voice, you know, Bill, and then he's got kind of like, you could see his eyes, he had like a like a tear. He said, there is no plan B. I don't have a plan B. Let's just hope plan A works. He, I think he was really fearful that the Packers could leave Green Bay. And then the referendum passed, and thus began the vision of Lambeau Field and the renovation, the atrium, moving, you know, everything around. And then what Mark Murphy has done is expound upon that and make the Green Bay Packers as solid as solid gets. Financially, stable in the market, everything that goes along with it. Mark has done a tremendous job. Now, you may not like the results on the field, and ultimately your product is based upon the results in the field. That I understand. But for where this franchise was years ago to where it is today, it, you have to, as a Packers fan, lean back and go, wow. Look at what the smallest market in all of sports supports. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, pretty remarkable, um, it's a pretty remarkable thing. So now to expound upon that and then to look back at Aaron Rodgers and the life that he has had in Green Bay – uh, yes, he won a Lombardi trophy. Yes, he kept them viable viable for many years. Five NFC championship games total. Um, one of the best r- records and, and ratings as a quarterback in the history of the game, not just in Green Bay. But when you talk arguably about the best Packer or the most revered Packer, 
I think the most revered Packer is Bart Starr. The most unrecognized for his accomplishments Packer uh, has got to be Bob Harlan. If I had to take the greatest, you know, and again, you know me, I effing hate this. But if I had to say the greatest all-time Packers are maybe maybe in order, you could obviously say Vince Lombardi. He is the, the namesake of the championship trophy for what he did and the integration that he started in Green Bay, the race relations that he started in Green Bay, not just winning on the field but winning off the field. Um, Bart Starr for the way he's conducted himself for so many years before his passing, and then Bob Harlan. You know, I, I, I'd have to go those three, top three. After that, everybody's a trickle-down effect. But that's the way I would go. So I just think of, you know, all the drama, all the things that have gone on, and then I think to myself, don't ever, ever, ever think you're effing bigger than the Green Bay Packers because the Packers are a business, the Packers are a community, the Packers are a responsibility, and don't ever act surprised when the Packers say the sun's going to come up tomorrow without you. Yeah, you can say it's a business, but it's a lot bigger than you, and it always will be. I'll be dead and gone, and the Packers will still be here. Aaron Rodgers comes and goes. Brett Favre comes and goes. But the Green Bay Packers are always going to be here. And I think that's a tremendous legacy. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break. We'll get back at it. I, I, but I, I just, in going over some of the comments that I'm watching and listening to and such, uh, I just thought I, I'd expound upon some of that. When you talk, start to throw an organization under the bus a little bit, I thought, wait a minute, there's a lot more to this organization than two people sitting there that you don't happen to agree with. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. over at Quick Trip. Uh, it is absolutely positively the best. And when you talk about icons in the state of Wisconsin, we're talking about Lambeau Field and the Green Bay Packers. Um, one of the biggest and best brands out there is something that Don started years and years and years ago, and Quick Trip has grown and grown and grown, and they are fantastic. And if you're looking for a tremendous deal on right now bacon, uh, which uh, they have a limit to, uh, their bread is always fresh, and it's always awesome. So is their milk, and you can just go right down the line with the eggs and the butter and the bananas and everything. It's kind of the staples they have. And then you throw in the hot foods and the cold foods and the beer cave and the baked goods and, oh, my goodness. And the Dunkers are about as good as good gets, along with the Glazers. That is our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget, use your Quick Rewards card, and you are going to be good to go. That is our friends over there at Quick Trip. We can't say thanks enough to them. For being a part of the program, and later today, I think I might even stop there and grab a couple of beverages out of the uh, the man cave, beer cave, and uh, and and use some quick trippery uh, when I come back home tonight. Just an FYI. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to give us a, a, a shout, by all means, go ahead and do so. Love to have you. Um, 
This is from uh, Mark, 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 uh, Mark says, uh, hey, guys, uh, while I appreciate Aaron Rodgers and all that he's done, I will always be a Packers fan, but I think I'm going to buy a Jets jersey as well. Mark, there's nothing wrong with that. I wouldn't discourage that. Um, have at it if that's what you want to do. That's your fandom, man. Uh, Brian says, uh, what do you think is fair compensation for Rodgers? This is the other thing I wanted to bring up. Now, Rodgers says, well, the Packers have dug their heels in. So that's what's holding it up. Well, he's the guy that says he's going to win another MVP. He's the guy that has said, I'm a four-time MVP. And talks about all the uh, that he can do and how great he feels. And, you know, it, it's like, well, wait a minute. Shouldn't they try to get the most for you? Don't you feel bad that the team you want to go to is lowballing them? You know, I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm going to try to get as much as I can for you. That's the business, as you state. I would I would wholeheartedly try to get a couple of first first round draft choices for you, without a doubt. So if that's what's holding it up, then you may want to call your new team and say, hey, guys, let's go. Get this deal done. Give the Packers what they want. And Woody Johnson, who kept saying, I'm all in, right? I'm all in. I'm flying out and talking to Aaron. Aaron's coming out of the retreat. He's coming out of the darkness. He's mad that the Packers are shopping him. Let's go get him. He wants to play for us. I'm all in, right? Give him whatever they want. We want Aaron Rodgers. If I'm a Packers fan, I'm thinking to myself, way to go, Goody, man. You're not just getting rid of him just to move on, right? It's not easy. You're talking about a Hall of Famer. Why would I just say, yeah, give me a three. Call it a day. In other words, the value of Aaron Rodgers now, four-time MVP saying he can win another one or two MVPs, right now is less than what you paid for Jordan Love? Excuse me? I'm <laughs> just trying to, like, wrap my head around that a little bit. I'm Get what you can. So maybe he is agreeing that he's not worth that. Yeah, I can win an MVP, but, you know, it took me a week to figure out if my body was really going to really respond to even working out coming out of the darkness and laying around not doing anything so poof. maybe i'm not really worth that maybe woody johnson shouldn't go all in woody you might want to hang on to those draft choices because i'm probably going to retire next year you know i'm not feeling it right now They'll let Cobby coach him up you know maybe Cobby's worth more he's not only a, a pass catcher but he's also a coach let Cobby coach him up see what happens 877-867-1670. Uh, again, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and give us a call. Again, 877-867-1670. Um, also, I don't know if you heard this. Greg Jennings. And everybody rolls their eyes. Oh, Greg Jennings. I think Greg Jennings is pretty good. I think he's been very, very fair in a lot of different areas. I know there might be a bias there, but I, I think for the most part, when I've sat down and talked with him, he's been incredibly fair. 
Uh, he had this to say regarding the entire situation. Take a listen. In the front office and the front office not wanting him back and basically uh, understanding how the Packers organization operates. I have all too well understood this and experienced it in my own career. This is who the Green Bay Packers are. You, He's exactly right. You get older uh, and they try to get rid of you prior to you being uh, kind of a, a liability for them. Um, and more often than not, they are right. Uh, and they're doing things to make sure or to ensure that the organization continues to progress, continues to operate under the idea of we're going to continue to retool. Never are we going to have to rebuild, but we're just going to continue to retool while we have the opportunity. Well, in this case, you know, Aaron Rodgers, obviously, quarterback, you acquired Jordan Love. Yes, I agree with him that they are, if it had not been for the back-to-back MVPs, this would have been accelerated. There you go. Um, Let me say this. If it weren't for the back-to-back MVPs, this would have been accelerated. Is Is he wrong? When, remember, Rodgers came off of a season where he injured his knee, didn't look great, and then they drafted Jordan Love. Now, I thought they should have gone in a different direction, either bolstered the defense or helped out with weapons, but they drafted Jordan Love. And then Rodgers bounced back, got inspired, and maybe Rodgers wasn't as inspired, as committed. You know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I know he was showing up to OTAs and mini camps and all that kind of stuff. He was always there. So, I don't know, maybe that got him off the schneid, the schneid a little bit. He gets back-to-back MVPs. He crushes it. Packers fall short. So, yeah, he's probably right. But also I take a look at the fact that um, if Aaron Rodgers would have played poorly, yeah, it would have been accelerated. They would have probably gone with Jordan Love because then they would have felt their hunch, what they witnessed, was correct. It wasn't just the knee issue. It was the diminishment of skills, much like people are taking a look now, going, you know what, he looked slower last year. He looked a little more indecisive last year. He wasn't reading the field the way he has in the past. It was moving really fast for him. So I, there's nothing that's wrong there, but it's made out to be like, well, how dare you? Whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's fine. I don't have a problem with it. You know? 877-867-1670, If you want to find us, please feel free. Um, I want to hear from you today and get, get your thoughts now that it's kind of sunk in that Aaron Rodgers will be a New York Jet. And I know people are still saying, it's not a done deal. It's a, do you, let me ask you this. For people that are saying that, first of all, you sound really, either you're hanging on to the fact that Rodgers is still a Packer and you want him to be a Packer, or you need some kind of an official announcement. I've asked people all night, which is one of the reasons I shut my computer off yesterday. Do you really believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to be under center in Green Bay or in New York? And if your answer is, 
Well, no, he's going to be in New York. They'll work it out. Well, then it's a done deal. It's just they're crossing the T's, dotting the I's, and grabbing the pro the appropriate conversation or uh, compensation. That's it. Nothing more. So it's going to be worked out. Whether it's today, whether it's in a week, the Packers are going to want to get their compensation ready for the uh, for the draft. Uh, the Jets are going to want to move on. The Jets aren't going to want to miss that opportunity. Woody Johnson's already said, I'm all in. Well, if you're all in, and I'm a Jets fan at this point, I'm like, well, just prove it. Just go get the guy. Well, as a Jets fan, you don't want to give up the world, but you already said you'd give up the world to get him. So put your money where your mouth is, shut your hole, and do the deal. But don't think for a second that Aaron Rodgers is not going to meet a man under center in New York. Because he is. Bill, they have no backup plans. Right. Every possible backup plan they could have had is on another team now. Correct. They don't have anybody else. I agree with you 100%. You know, it's like, just stop. Just, you know, get it over with. You you don't have anybody else. And the, the Packers do. That's the best part. The Packers could very well just go, you know what? To hell with you. We've screwed with you long enough. To hell with you. And then see what happens. You know? 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. When we come back, Andy Herman, the Packaday Podcast, he's going to be joining us. That is coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more happening. Don't forget about our friends at New Mel Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders. Uh, also, when it comes to the All-in-One Weight Loss Program, I am today I'm still down 11. Uh, I have not gone down. I have not gone up. I'm holding steady. Uh, I feel really good. But in the last three weeks, three and a half weeks, uh, I'm down 11, and I just I feel great. So uh, just keep it going. And uh, all you got to do is call them, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's a new Mel Medical Center. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.